Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Dante Elefante podcast. This is episode 72. Welcome back. If this is your first time, hello. It's me, Dante Elefante, aka Ruben. I like how my also known as, yeah, also known as my real name, Ruben. Uh, yeah, that happens a lot. People keep asking me, or do you get tired of people calling you Dante Elefante? Listen, I'm used to it by now. I've been doing this band for almost 11 years. They've been calling me Dante for 11 fucking years. I think I know what I'm doing. I think I can handle it. I don't mind it anymore. Uh, this has been a big week. This has been, I just, we just, it's such a, a crazy story. So last week on the podcast, I told you we were going to go play in Chicago. Oh, let's just start off. Who's on the podcast? Uh, Sweet Nobody's on the podcast. It's episode 72 of Sweet Nobody. They're from Long Beach. They have a new album coming out. Uh, We're trying our best. September 17th. It comes out September 17th. So next month. They're on the podcast. It's a great, it's a really fun episode. Uh, all four of them are talking. So we had like four people on one mic. It was a very great episode. Um, uh, you're going to learn about them. We're going to joke around a little bit. It's outside in front of uh, uh, Eric Glossy's home on a bench. Yes. And it was very hot. It was very great. And uh, yeah, their 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 songs are awesome. If you haven't listened to them yet, uh, go. They have like three singles out right now. Go listen to them. They're really great. And, I, and you know, I think we've done a pretty good job with these bookings. Like, like we've had some good bands, not just good people, but some good bands and some good songs. So, hey, if I can introduce some people to some new bands, that's pretty good. Uh, but let's get into it, man. Uh, last week, I told you we were going to play the Lollapalooza After Show with Heinz. The craziest 48 hours of my life. Uh, we wake. I wake up about Wednesday or Thursday. This is right before. I think it was Wednesday. I was at Jenny's house, and it was Wednesday, and I got the call that Heinz is no longer coming to America. And I was like, shit, well, we just bought a plane ticket. So we're coming to Chicago, whether Chicago's ready or not. Like, what's going to happen? Are we still playing our show? They said, yeah, they might find you a headliner. We don't know. Uh, uh, Or you can headline, which is like scary enough as it is. Turns out we had to headline. We had to headline. And they were offering refunds for people's tickets and if you could get a refund you could also come into the show for free we were hoping that happened and uh it was just so crazy and then they gave us a ticket link and we sold a lot of tickets in 24 hours shout out to everyone shout out to all the dante lafonte fans in chicago if you're listening and you live in chicago thank you so much for coming out to the shows uh thanks to everyone uh uh it was such a crazy weekend so then basically we had to play the empty bottle we headlined it was awesome we uh had a someone filling in on bass because Raphael had to work and then we had someone filling in on keys uh because zach if you've seen us play live, you've seen me talk to Zach or Eric. And then I, after, so after Zach told me he couldn't come, I talked to Eric. Eric couldn't do it. Uh, uh, so I had to find someone. And luckily, we found this dude named Ryan Flynn. He lives in Chicago. He's in a band called The Evening Attraction. And he, w- he was down. He was, and he was available. And he learned the songs really quickly. 
which was awesome. So we had a couple practices. We had one practice uh, face-to-face, and we practiced for like a couple hours, and then we played the show at the Empty Bottle, which which was like a nice warm-up, right? We didn't know what the ticket sales were going to look like. No one had told us if like, you know, because as soon as people came, people bought tickets for Heinz. Let's be real. It was a sold-out show, sold out before I even hopped on, and people wanted to see Heinz. I'm, I don't hate anyone for that. I would do the same thing. I wouldn't fucking show if it was the headline. The headliner canceled or while they couldn't come in because of visa stuff. Listen, it's so hard to get into America right now. It's so hard to leave America right now. I don't blame Heinz. I feel bad for them. They were so sad. I saw their post online. Ugh, such a bummer. But shout out to everyone who still came and said, you know what? We bought tickets. Let's just go enjoy the show. What else are we going to do on a Friday night? We didn't get into, we didn't get tickets to Lollapalooza. This is the next best thing. So it was, it was crazy. It was just like a really crazy weekend, which then led to Thursday. Like we were getting ready to board our flights and we get the text, the call. We get the call that, yeah, we're going to play Lollapalooza. And we got in. Very last minute at 12.15. Lollapalooza is a festival I never even thought I could play. You know, in California, in your big dreams, you have these big lists of things you want to do, right? Oh, I want to play Coachella. Maybe I want to play festivals. Yeah, like we started Dante Lafonte. We're like, yeah, I want to I want to play festivals. I want to play Outside Lands. I want to play Coachella. But never in my wildest dreams, I think, oh, I, yeah, I could play Lollapalooza in Chicago. Like, it's just, it makes no sense. But we got to do it. Something that I never thought I would ever do. And yeah, it was a 12-15 set. Like, people were walking in and they came up and, and, they, and it was just, it was words can't describe the feeling I felt when I got on that stage and, and we played the empty bottle the night before and we stayed out way too late and we had to wake up super early and we were super like, oh my God, like I had a pounding headache. I think it was from the lack of sleep. I only had like four beers the night before, but even then I was just like, oh, I feel like complete dog shit. And, and we played and it went well and we only prepared like 35 minutes of material material because this this trip was only supposed to be an opening slot. We didn't have enough time. We couldn't fill the time. So we extended a few songs. And then, uh, of course, you know, at the end of my shows, I run into the crowd and for call me on the phone and... And I didn't know how to get down from the stage. So I ran to the left and all the security guards were, go left, go left. So I ran to the left. There was no way down. So then I had to run on stage the opposite way. And I got, I eventually worked my way down to the crowd and we were able to kill some time that way. Um, But other than that, yeah, Chicago was absolutely crazy. Lollapalooza was absolutely crazy. It was so fun. I saw some friends. I got to see my, my friend Dave Mount. I saw... I saw Acadian from Twin Peaks. Like, it was really great to just see people, you know, even if it was just backstage, even if it was just for a second, because, you know, it's just so chaotic. And, and yeah, shout out to everyone I knew sharing uh, COVID memes with me. I was uh, very aware of the situation. I was very paranoid. I kept my mask on, like, at all times. I barely took my mask off at, at Lollapalooza. And, like, also, I was backstage. I wasn't in the general admission. I wasn't in that massive crowd, sea of people. What the hell? 
hell no. We were backstage. We were being escorted with golf carts from stage to stage. I did. I wasn't with all those people. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I would be so freaked out. I saw those photos and I lost my mind. I was like, how is everybody in that sea of people right now to go see a show? I Hey, you know what? Shout out, shout out to all the Palooza. Shout out to all the people who came out. Uh, uh, it was absolutely wild. Uh, we did, we couldn't stay long. We left about three o'clock because we had another festival to play in. And this is where I have to apologize to the good people of Kankakee. It's not Kankakee. It's Kankakee. I said last two weeks in the podcast, Kankakee. That is not the name of that town. It is Kankakee. And for that, I do apologize. That is on me. Um, but no one told me. And I, I sound like a nice uh, boy from Milwaukee. <sighs> but either way, hell of a hell of a trip, man. Hell of a trip. We, we played three shows in 18 hours. And, you know, after Lollapalooza, it was just like, it was just young people and it was just partying and, and I was like, this is crazy. I, I And on the drive over to Kankakee, I was thinking, I hope this is like a family festival. Like, I'm thinking funnel cake. I'm thinking corn dogs. I'm thinking like a chill atmosphere. And it was exactly that. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, I was like, I want to see children running and like around on the fairgrounds. And it, it was it was very much like that. And it was very like calming and peaceful. And I loved it. It was so fun. Uh, also very packed in, 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 a, in a crazy town, Kankakee, crazy place. Very fun. I'm glad we got to go. I'm glad I got to see it. Um, I gl- I'm glad I got to hang out with my friends, Annabelle and Genevieve. Like, you know, there's, we have a lot of friends, uh, in Chicago and it was great to see people. And it was, I still can't believe I played Lollapalooza. I was excited just to play the after party. And I was like, we're going to play the after party and maybe people from the festival will be there. And that will set up a relationship for us to potentially play a future festival. But then I didn't have to do any of that. I ended up just playing the festival. It was insane. I can't believe I even, I can't believe I can even say I played Lollapalooza. How many people get to say that? Probably lots, but still crazy festival. Okay. But we got new dates. We got brand new dates. We're just announced. Uh, Friday, August 27th at Big B's in Hotchkiss, Colorado. That's right. Big B's in Hotchkiss, Colorado. Saturday, August 28th at UMS, the Underground Music Showcase in Denver, Colorado. If you live in Denver, come out to the shows. It's uh, Sunday, August 29th at Fort Collins Museum. The Museum of Discovery in Fort Collins, Colorado. Uh, I think that one's going to be like a little mixer. You can come on by. I'm going to play some songs solo and answer some questions on how to be a band. Just announced Thursday, September 2nd through the 4th at the Peppermill Casino in Reno. That's right, baby. We're doing a, a casino residency from September 2nd to the 4th. That is Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I will be DJing and we will be playing for two hours or something like that. Uh, uh, I'm going to talk about that in a little in a little bit, but I'm very excited. And if you live in Reno, come hang out with us. Dude, the show is free. So come hang out with us every night. Like, I just want to hang out. If you live in Reno, come hang. Uh, Thursday, October 14th at Cornerstone in Berkeley. Friday, October 15th at the Atrium in Santa Cruz. Saturday, October 16th at the Starlet Room in Sacramento. 
Haven't been to Sacramento yet. Haven't played Berkeley yet. Oh, I played a house party in Berkeley. We could, I could tell that story soon too. Uh, Tuesday, October 26th at Valley Bar in Phoenix. Wednesday, October 27th at Alibi Room in Palm Springs. If you live in Palm Springs, we just announced this show. Uh, come on, come on and hang out in Palm Springs. Thursday, October 28th, Casbah in San Diego. Shout out to all my people in San Diego. Come on out. Friday, October 29th at Soho in Santa Barbara. Now, this is the hometown show. It's also Halloween weekend. Dress up. Come hang out at Soho. Uh, uh, Queen Tide. And Alexandra Riordan, Riordan. See, this is why I fucking suck. This is why I need to like figure out people's last names. But there, we're playing a show, October 29th, Halloween weekend at Soho. The last times, the last three times we played Soho, they've sold out. So this show will sell out. It's gonna be 21 plus. And yeah, tickets uh, will be in the link. All the tickets for these shows will be in the bio, and I'll probably leave a comment in the comment section. You should leave a comment in the comment section, and you should like and subscribe. Um, But yeah, absolutely. That show has sold out three times in a row now. Uh, Santa Barbara's always a really fun time. It's the hometown show. We're going to play some new songs. Uh, We're going to play the record and play some old songs. Yeah, we'll probably play for like an hour or something. Uh, Really great. So yeah, let's talk about Reno. I love Reno. I played Reno a handful of times at the uh, Holland Project with Nick Ng and Gardens and Via and like a few other people. Uh, shout out to Jacob Rubrek. Uh, we played with him in 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 at the Holland Project in Reno. I played twice. The first time with Gardens and Via. Second time was a headlining show, and we stayed at the Pepper Mill, the Pepper Mill Casino in Reno. I think that I think we stayed like on a Monday night and I think that the rooms were about like $30, 15 or $30 with all the fees and taxes. Um, it's so cheap and it's so awesome. It's such a weird town. You know, if you love Reno 911, it's exactly like that. You have to go to Reno. If you haven't been to Reno before, it's pretty wild. It's a very wild place and it's so fun. And yeah, we, I got this random email from our agents. They said, what would you guys think of a uh, like a, a residency. I remember I was at my uh, uh, my friend Kyle McCormick's. It was at his birthday, and I got the email, and we were all just like drinking beers. And I was like, okay. I was like, I got a proposition for you guys. What do you think about this? Do you take this show? And I I pitched it to everyone in the room, and they're like, yeah, that sounds amazing. And I was like, okay, I don't know, but I, you know what? I'm excited. September second through the fourth at the Peppermill Casino, Dante Lafonte. Um, casino residency that is just so funny I think I'm starting to wrap my head around the idea you know because Reno has changed so much in uh, in the years and I get it it's younger people like people left San Francisco and moved to Reno the wealthy Californians left California and moved to Reno they moved to Boise Idaho uh, and so Reno's demographics have changed. So why would you keep getting the same bands for these casinos that attract an older crowd? Get the young guys like me. I'm 30 or 31 years old. One of the young guys. But uh, yeah, if you live in Reno and you're interested in coming to a free show, uh, September 2nd, 3rd and 4th. Virgo season, baby. It's going to get crazy. Um, yeah, let's wrap it up. Uh, come to the shows, 
buy the merch go to hellomerch.com slash Dante Lafonte uh, we have very few vinyl left of mid-century modern romance and I'm only selling them at the shows so if you are interested in the copy come to the shows um, that's it man Lollapalooza wild times can't believe I could say that and uh, I'm very happy to be home uh, I am self-quarantining just to be safe I feel great I feel 100% right now I don't feel even a little bit weird so I'm feeling good. Let's just keep it going. Uh, new tour dates are announced by the merch. Sweet Nobody. They're from Long Beach. Enjoy the episode. All right, let's start off. Uh, Sweet Nobody. Hello. How's everyone doing today? Good. Pretty good. Yeah? Awesome. It's yeah. fucking hot. Is it always hot? Yep. It's always this hot? I'm feeling good. Really? I think you, everybody else, I think you just good. get used to it. I don't know, man. Like, I have spent so little time in LA. That I'm like, oh, this is brutal. And Santa Barbara, like, hot is like 80. No. Yeah. People yeah. start complaining around like 78. It's Definitely. like, what is going on over here? <laughs> what the fuck is like happening? Inland, it gets like really hot. Really? And, like, the hot, the breeze is like hot wind that's not really, it's just like so disappointing. Yeah. Brian thinks it's good. He likes it. <laughs> Long Beach doesn't get like, it doesn't get you too You get a like, little bit of that sea breeze in Long oh, Beach. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, oh, Casey, definitely. like, you you might be the furthest inland. I think like, I am. The four of us yeah. in Orange. And How is it? It's hot. Yeah. yeah. All the time. Really? Yeah. But I do like, I like the nights. I like hot nights. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that's enjoyable to me. None but, of that sounds enjoyable to me. No. So all of that sounds awful. I love hot nights, just like <laughs> permission to disagree. No. Hot, not in my house. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Outside. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. 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 Like yeah. When you're yeah, just yeah. like cruising around, you want to have a t-shirt on, and it's I'm, like yeah, you're yeah, not bundled up and shivering. Like no. I'd rather. There's nothing worse yeah. than like when your feet are hot at night and they're right. like already sticking out of the blankets, but like and there's like a fan <laughs> and it's still just like there's no yeah. there's no relief in sight. Sure. Hot nights. Wait, so what's what's the vibe in Long Beach right now? It, where do you play? Are there bands? Who made it through the pandemic? Who survived? Because I'm trying to figure that out now. Like in Santa <laughs> yeah. Barbara, people people are like, hey, I want to play a show, man. Like what, what bands are left? I was like, I don't know. Who made it through the pandemic? Like yeah. you guys there's, did. There's a couple of venues in town. I mean, honestly, I think three, there's really three main ones, I think. There's yeah. Alex's Bar and mm. there's uh, Que Sera, mm. and there's uh Fourth Street Vine, which is now called Vine. Oh, it's just Vine now. Yeah, yeah. which like Dustin uh, Loveless, kind of. I think he owns it now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 So he's keeping Crazy. it a music venue, which is so cool, and it's cool to play like at a venue that's owned by a musician. Right. Like mm-hmm. you look behind the counter there, and it's like beer, and then it's like oh, quarter-inch cables and extra right, carpets right. and guitar strings <laughs> in case you break one. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. yeah. We're playing there with uh, pageants. Who is doing like a record release show on yeah. the thirtieth? That's good. So pageants is definitely they made it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's <laughs> pageants made it. That's something I've been thinking about too, like uh, how to start these things off. Yeah, I think we should start it off with just like promoting your dates. What's coming up? Like you have that show, or there more? Are, is there a tour lined up? Where are we at? Oh, we wish. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we have some shows. Okay, <laughs> yeah. promote the shows yeah. early because yeah, we're doing the thirtieth at Vine with pageants for their record release, and then. August 7th at the Wayfair in Costa Mesa. Okay. So that's going to be with a band called Pop Club. They used to be called Blanco Nina. Cool. And um, a band called Widow's Gold. Cool. And then... Uh, we're also doing, show. we're doing, um, oh, yeah. the 29th. Happy Sundays Happy Long Sundays Beach. Happy Sundays in Long Beach. We're, we're still getting information about that one, but that's yeah. in, the, in the works as well. And then uh, 
September 16th album release show. Really? At Commissary Lounge in Costa Mesa. So, yeah. Great. Yeah. I guess it's all coming up then, man. It's It's all all coming up. It's all happening. We're we're finally back. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's back. Let's go to shows. I don't know. We hope so, right? I'm I'm scared. I'm scared. I know. That's the thing. It's like, well, the mask mandate is kind of like back. It's kind of back. It's back in Long Beach as well. Yeah. We haven't obviously seen it yet because I think it starts midnight tonight. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh man, I don't know. I still want to know. I was thinking about your show, like, that's coming up. I have a show, right? yeah. I have yeah. a show on like <laughs> Saturday, like, it's still going next on next Saturday, right? yeah. yeah. Okay, good. But people are gonna have people to wear masks, are, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. If that's it, then that should be fine. I think it sounds scarier than what it actually is gonna be. Like, yeah, they're not yeah. limiting at, like the amount of people in a room, yeah, yeah. which could be good because then I could just be like, oh, people didn't show up because, uh, yeah. not yeah. because yeah. I didn't draw, people just. Yeah. You know, good. people are scared. That's why a lot of people didn't show up tonight. Like, yeah. I have an excuse, a little built-in excuse it's to why I didn't good draw to have well. Have a reason, you know. <laughs> right. Like, oh well, it was dollar wing night at the place next door, so. You know, yeah. you can't That's compete with you can't was. compete with the dollar wings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. dollar wings. We've Dodgers been are playing. By dollar Dodgers wings. are playing. That's a big one. I feel like that. Yeah, there's always an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I don't know. I. If they're not limiting the amount of people who can come into the venue, then I think just wear the mask. Come to the show. Yeah, Don't yeah. be dumb. It's like keep a, your yeah. mask. Why do you need sacrifice. your mask off? Like yeah. I don't mind. You're not singing. Like yeah. you're just watching the show. Shut up and watch the show. Yeah. Like, you can still talk to your friends like while I'm playing. Like yeah. You can do yeah. everything. You can dance too. You, you can, can do, do anything you want. want. Yeah. You can you literally know? do anything you want. You just yeah. have to wear a mask. Other than like, spit on yeah. people, you know. Which we don't. On want a side note, though, like how do you feel about people singing at shows in general? Like, not along with us, but, like, if you're there and you're there to see, like, whoever yeah. you're going to see, and, like, people are really, like, all around you singing along. Like, yeah. How do you feel about that? Mm. Like, in general or in these <laughs> times? in general. No, oh. just in general. <laughs> yeah, I was, I feel like I was always jealous of, of those bands that had really easy lyrics that yeah. people could, like... <laughs> yell at them yeah you know i'm like oh i don't have any lyrics like that where people could just yell them back at me i'm like yeah. fuck i should have written some shit like that but yeah. i always wanted that oh yeah I mean, <laughs> if there's like anyone singing along with anything that's doing, cool it's yeah always like oh what like it's amazing so yeah. it's insane yeah but i just wonder i went to a show one time and i was like i was singing along and i'm like my the friend that i went with was like hey shut up like no oh, one, really? no one came here to see like hear you sing these songs wow brutal like <laughs> fuck dude down. god damn yeah you must have been singing loud i was you were <laughs> i was harmonizing i was like yeah i, I was, feel like i was into it as an audience member i don't know sometimes i feel a little self-conscious if like okay. everyone's singing along oh, to sure. the song and i'm like maybe new to the band and got like invited like, oh, i'm just like yeah just, like, <laughs> saying watermelon but like yeah. 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 Whoa. For me, it's yeah. just like <laughs> so, nothing, and then like the two words I know, I'll and mumbling sing, along. and then nothing. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, like, I feel like oh, that's kind of. I know the melody. Yeah. I don't know the words. I feel like that happens at every Oasis show, and Wonderwall comes on. It's like oh, yeah. people know the chorus, they don't know the verses. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Gotta pick your pals. So it's just yeah, it gets but- louder when it's maybe <laughs> everybody comes in. There's uh, the one person I would say that like it doesn't work with is Kurt Vile. I went to a Kurt okay. Vile show and I was like trying to sing along, but he fucks with every melody of oh, every song, okay. so he he doesn't sing it the right way. Yeah. Well, yeah. he sings it the right way, sure. just not the way I know. Yeah, and no one can sing along with him because uh, he just changes all of it. I wonder if that's why he does it because he hates I, yeah, when people, people sing. <laughs> I swear to God, he probably does. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. He's like, no, I want to sing Pretty Pimpin'. I don't want to hear you sing. Pimpin'. Yeah, and then I love it's that like, song. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> Yeah, so he when he was doing Baby Arms, I was like, "This is it! Can't wait to sing along!" And I couldn't. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, 
so cruel. I know. I mean, I really <laughs> admire that. Because, like, if I'm playing a show, I'm nervous. Like, I need to, like, know what I'm doing back and forth. Like, yeah. backwards and forwards. I'm not going to be throwing new things in. Totally. Like, <laughs> I think that's, like, the, uh, the plus of just playing by yourself and being, like, a solo artist that you can just, like... I'll just fuck around the night. Yeah. And like, what happened? I don't have yeah. I don't I don't have to be responsible for anybody else's yeah. like performances. Yeah. And that's where like the whole like you know being in a band and like, okay, I hope the drummer doesn't fuck up tonight. Okay, I hope the uh, that thing we practice, hope we all remembered that we're supposed yeah. to do that tonight. Like <laughs> yeah, there's just a lot of trust. And maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's why kids should get into music. Like to learn how to trust people. Yeah. Yeah. And communicate. Yeah. And communicate. Absolutely. Yes, like sure. I did orchestra when I was a kid and it was really? very like it's such a collaborative thing. Really? Yeah. You would think it's just like read your lines, read your notes. Right. No. But I guess like, you do have to trust something. You have a stand partner, so you have a person that like shares your music with you and like yeah. kinda keeps you accountable and then the conductor is like you better be what'd you what'd you play in the orchestra violin oh yeah i played that was my first instrument started at 11 and i was like doing the classical music thing and i yeah i was like deep into it do you still have the chops can you still play violin i still do play sometimes uh (laughs) i don't play regularly because we have like we live in an apartment and i just feel self-conscious about people being able to hear me totally yeah (laughs) yeah I feel like I feel like violin's very hard to play and like you know that like bearer of entry not I don't know of like I'm just learning to like yeah. oh I can make this sound decent. Sure. Yeah. It's extra brutal. Yeah. Oh, it's, a yeah. it's just like, like straight like cats like on guitar <laughs> meowing. There's plenty like, of like ways you can play guitar that are acceptable. Nice yeah. and quiet and, Sure. Yeah. yeah. That's why I love piano cuz yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eric yeah. Tompkinson is here, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. The audience. Like, you can. I'll get a camera one day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're working on getting him like a GoPro. A or... little square pops we were ta- up. We were talking about it earlier. Like, yeah. how do we get Eric involved? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like, yeah. you can be Johnny Ramone and get away with it. Right. And because that's fine. You can do that. You drums is another be... one, though. Yeah. Oh, drums yeah. is kind of like. It's like, oh. Yeah. From like. From like month one to yeah. like the first or second year when you finally start getting it yeah it's brutal and it's just so repetitive and it's like all yeah. your neighbors are like okay i've heard it's the a, same beat oh, for two hours yeah. totally and it's really off and it's all <laughs> fucked up and you're like oh i kind of got it yeah yeah i taught violin for like 10 mm. years um and it was like i would be in the studio and like I would have my little cubicle and I'm teaching some kid who's like on the struggle bus and then like next door is a trumpet teacher who's like teaching some kid like Star Wars (laughs) 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 and like the two sounds are bleeding together oh yeah it's just like when when is this over yeah totally no that same thing with uh I was I was taking drum lessons and like the rooms are pretty soundproof but not 100% soundproof so you're trying to work on your thing and then you just hear somebody else doing something completely different. You're like, oh, fuck, it's I can't even so focus cool. on what I'm it doing. Is like, yeah. very distracting. Like, as yeah. a teacher, too. And it, sometimes it was just so funny. Like, yeah. I I have a few sneaky recordings of, like, <laughs> <laughs> of, like, a kid who was trying to learn how to play it, the tango on his trumpet. Right. And it was not. It yeah. was entertaining, but it wasn't going well. It's pretty wild. Like, I never understood. Now I get it. But, like, when I wasn't. Like, you know, my teacher would give me an assignment like, hey, I want you to learn this part by next practice. And then you don't do it. 
and that they could tell you didn't do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just I thought they like... did. Oh, he's never going to know. I'm just going to fucking <laughs> yeah. wing it. And then he's like, you didn't do anything I told you to do this week. <laughs> yeah. I like, felt like the times the time. that like I practiced really hard, I would go in and my teacher would be like, well, you didn't do anything this week, did you? And then like the weeks I didn't practice, I'd go in and nail it. And yeah. she'd be like, great job practicing this week. <laughs> it's like when you try to write a book report about a book that you haven't read. Right. Like you just get enough of the synopsis <laughs> that your teacher's like, hey, great job. Even that's changed a lot too. Like, like in, when I was in high school, I, w- I went to high school from 2004 to 2008. And there wasn't nearly the amount of websites or like YouTube videos of people explaining. Th- I was like, oh man. High school would have been a lot Spark easier. Notes was like just starting just to come the about. Thing. Like, yeah. yeah, for sure. <sighs> and it wasn't super reliable. No, yet and it either. sucked. Like, I feel like I don't know. I could have done high school a lot easier now. Oh yeah. Now that I'm oh, thirty, yeah. yeah, I can do it. I could do high school now. Yeah. I think I can handle high school <laughs> at thirty. That's that's what I've gotten. I still have nightmares about being back yes. in school, like all the time. All the time. It's like. What's your nightmares? The main one is, there's two. One is either I am back in kindergarten, but I'm my oh. age, and I have to start school from scratch for some reason. Yeah, so like, like I'm, Madison. I'm right. my yeah. age, but I'm in kindergarten. Or it's like, I'm a senior in high school, it's the last week of school, and I, I realize like, I haven't been to class all year, yeah. and I'm not going to graduate. That's the one I have. I'm like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know where my English class is, and if I don't get there right now, like, I'm going to fail. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, yeah, I hate that. I think, like, also, I have, I just stress about, like, it's going to take me so long to go through school again. Like, exactly. I already know how long it took. It's going to yeah. take me years. Yeah. yeah. 13 more 13 years. 13 more years of this, yeah. No, I, I have had those same exact dreams, and I actually live, like, very close to my high school, like, so close I can hear the bell ring. Oh, so, oh, like, so it's like, it never ends. It never <laughs> yeah. ends. It's very triggering. Yeah. And I see, it was kind of nice last year because there was no kids. Oh, and there was oh, yeah. nobody yeah. there, and it was really nice. And then when things started lifting, I heard like the drum line, like the school band uh-huh. that yeah. I was in, and I got kicked out of that same drum line. <laughs> oh, no. I heard that. I heard them practicing because they practiced in front of the lawn right by my house. Yeah, I'm like, oh shit, they're <laughs> back. You hear that metronome, like, <laughs> dude, that's super loud, like, ding, ding. yeah, like, very loud. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the loudest metronome you've ever heard. Yeah, and then uh, I remember some of the neighbors came by and they wanted to sign a petition to make the band practice somewhere else. Oh, wow. And then my dad didn't sign it. He was like, oh my. My son did that. I was like, I did for a summer, Dad, and then they kicked me out, like, because I couldn't march. Why are you being loyal to them? I couldn't march. Dude, I thought, like, did they try to get you to go to, like, a band camp? Not to, well, there was, like, the summer course where we learned how to march and, and, like, worked out and stuff. I remember, like, getting something in the mail about that, because I was, like, going into band from, like, eighth Eighth grade into ninth. I remember getting something in the mail about it and being like, that sounds dumb. And I yeah. just followed it up and threw it away. And then I showed up to school the first day and they were like, where were you? I was oh. supposed to be here for like two weeks. Oh, getting ready. March. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I so just, I didn't get kicked out. I got demoted to cymbals. Oh. They okay. just threw me. I was playing bass drum or whatever. And they're like, no. Wow. Like a punishment. We're I got demoted to, to vibes. Oh, and then I was like, okay. I'm done. Because you're stationary, right? Stationary. You're like, you don't have to march. Field, yeah. And it's like, but I didn't know yeah. like piano or guitar yet. Oh, I was just a drummer. So oh, I was yeah. like, what are these notes? So I don't like, know. Part, part of this makes it's sense. Like kind of, yeah. <laughs> the drumming part makes sense, yeah. but the actual notes and keys yeah. and theory make no sense. Oh, wow. And reading oh. that shit either. Because I could yeah. drum music is easier to read than. I lost all that though. Yeah. I lost all those I faked it though most of the way. Until like senior year. I think I finally kind of figured out like, I kind of know what I'm doing. Oh, they tested all of us to see oh, if really? we could sight read. They tested me too, but yeah. I just faked it. Okay, there you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> we were just talking in the car on the way here how there's like 
so many different types of musical intelligence yeah. and how like, yeah. you know, you don't have to thrive on music theory to thrive right. as a musician and like just it's cool how it shapes people into like different genres. I just started yeah. teaching myself like music theory like yeah. during the pandemic like on YouTube. Yeah. Like like oh, and it's like and what is music theory? It's just like <laughs> giving me names yeah. To shit that I already knew. Yeah, it's like, exactly. I, it's yes. like, oh, okay. And so there's just a name for that thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. like you already yeah. have the instinct. That's how I felt. Yeah, it's yeah. all so the it's instinct. The, like, yeah, it. Sometimes I feel like it's it's kind of like learning how a magician does their tricks. Like, yeah. it somehow mm-hmm. takes a little bit of the magic away for me. Like, yeah. I can do it, but I'm also like, unless I'm making a chart or something, like totally. I don't really need to do it. Yeah. yeah, that's how I felt. Like, I took like two music theory classes in college failed both of them oh, okay and i but in the classes i was like oh wait i know to do that yeah i just didn't know like what it was called what it was, what called, it was called and why and like yeah. i was just more of a feeling thing which is totally like, that's i don't know i guess that's just more where i thrive is like just feeling it yeah and when yeah. you and when you kind of like grew up on rock and roll like all of our favorite musicians just kind of like did it too they just wung it yeah like yeah. you know john lennon just did it he didn't like think like oh i'm gonna do this because it's in yeah. the lydian scale and then yeah. Yeah. Said, said it makes this is what we do now and yeah. yeah i mean he might have known those things but yeah yeah i wonder if it's kind of the same in sports like if you took like a professional basketball player and gave mm. them like a written test about basketball or yeah like different strategies or like yeah because not everyone's a coach like yeah. in sports like some mm-hmm. people playing people some- are just yeah, and they're more up here, and they totally. can totally. And you just like you watch other players, and you figure out like, oh, okay, that was a good move. Like, yeah, I'm gonna use that next time I do this. Thing mm-hmm. or whatever, but like, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've some people are just yeah, different intelligent, different styles, and yeah. different wavelengths of intelligence. I yeah. always get like irritated with people when they act like there's like one way of healthy discipline to like be a yeah. songwriter or to yeah. do <laughs> certain things because it's like you know some people can sit down and write a song every day like as an exercise and some people don't but it doesn't it doesn't mean like oh the person who writes every day is a way better songwriter than the person who doesn't it's just you know i can write a lot of songs that aren't necessarily good songs and i do write a lot of songs (laughs) that aren't necessarily good songs but you know i just don't i don't like it when people try to like put defining terms around rules yeah I think it comes from people wanting to, like, figure out how to do it themselves. So, yeah. like, everyone's, like, looking at, like, well, how does this person write? How does this person write? And then, but, like, when you start doing that, you realize, like, well, everyone writes completely different. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like, literally, like, everyone has a different process yeah. and method. Totally. And it's, like, you just have to be comfortable with finding your own, yeah. like, way of doing it. And, like, I'm not going to even do it the same way every time. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> totally. That yeah. would you might be not boring. Have that yeah. would be boring. Yeah, sometimes me. the melody f- comes first. Sometimes, yeah. you know, you just have this thing that keeps lingering around like yeah. I, I like those chords, sometimes but. you're in the tub and you're singing a song and realizing it's your song yeah <laughs> i thought somebody else wrote that mm-hmm. no, i think i made it up it's crazy like yeah those moments in the shower and the tub where it's like oh when you finally have that break from your phone yeah that's crazy that's when ideas show up and then you're like oh and then you're like maybe i should not be on my phone yeah. all the fucking time <laughs> Maybe I should take a break. For oh, me, yeah. I'm like, I have to get out and get my hands dry so yeah. like, I can record this idea yeah. like, <laughs> as soon as possible. No, yeah, that's been a big goal of mine is just to get off the phone. And uh, But, you know, I work in social media marketing, so yeah. I'm always fucking on it. Man. Yeah. But, like, yeah, showers or, like, a drive. Like, after I finish DJing Ventura, I drive home. It takes, like, 30 minutes. That's when the melody will pop up. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay. Same, like, always yeah. driving, and I'm like... 
trying to open a voice memo and not kill anyone. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. got to be a better way. Now, there is something to be said for just, like, unstructured time. Right. It doesn't really have, like, a necessary purpose. Totally. Sometimes, yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of good stuff that comes, comes when, out of that. With your guys' songs, are you writing them independently and then bring them to the group and then you guys flesh it out at practice, or what's the... Yeah, it's kind of like a trickle down. So I write the songs and then I'll take it to Brian because, you know, we live together. Right. And he will, you know, he'll take whatever demo I've made. Mm. I've added the parts I want to it and then he'll add parts to it. And then like we'll take it to practice and be like, you know, do you guys have ideas for guitar parts or bass parts? And yeah, some of them like Brian and I have done ourselves and a lot of them like we've all worked on together. And then as far as demos are... Garage Band, Pro Tools, Logic, what are you? 100% band. Garage yeah. Band. Yeah, totally. iPad, like, Garage Band. iPad, Garage Band. <laughs> no, yes, like, I am on that wave, dude. I am iPad, on, Garage Band. It really, yeah. I am on iPhone 6, Garage Band. There you <laughs> like, go, iPhone every, 6, I was going to say band. it's the future, but I think it's just the present. It's just, I think it's yeah. just, like, it's just it's a, Yeah, it just is what it is. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It just serves the purpose, and I'm going to re-record yeah. it later. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And it's then just easy. You take it. You take these files, or you just take an MP3 and then you write on top of it some riffs. Or? Yeah. So like, um, I usually bounce uh, a session from Joy's phone to my phone. Cool. And then I'll I'll mess around with it a bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, ultimately we're just we just know these are just demos. Things are gonna change yeah. once we actually get into the yeah. studio. Maybe really <laughs> maybe like, they don't. That's and maybe the they thing. Don't. It's like we oh. have taken some elements from those demos. Yeah. And those have made it to like the final. Right. I like how yeah. casual demos are. Like yeah. it seems like sort of a candid moment. Yeah. You know, which I appreciate because yeah. sometimes things are so polished that it's distracting. Yeah, totally. Like, I just like to. I like the moments when it's like oh my cat was like trying to dig the blinds open mm -hmm. in the background when i was recording this part. totally and sometimes there is something to that like i've had like friends who release projects like oh i really want to record this song and then you listen to the demo and it's rad and you're like i think sometimes i think like what you're looking more. for is the there yeah. already yeah. Totally. like and redoing it is just gonna actually be a disservice yeah, like, yeah. it's just gonna make it cleaner yeah. which is like <laughs> and you need people who will be honest enough with you to tell you that yeah. like your demo yeah. is better than what you were gonna record in the studio totally yeah. yeah me and eric were just talking about that earlier just like releasing the ego from the studio and from this whole process yeah and like the quicker you can do that i don't know if it's just a shrooming experience or just like <laughs> doing the inner work yeah like yeah. um the quicker you can just strip where your ego being in a band the yeah. easier and way less it's when i was like holding on to my band's project by the throat and like it has to be this way yeah then nothing happened nothing yeah. great happened huh. you know because i was so concerned about it being awesome versus being like this is a great idea let's do this let's yeah. do this yeah. this is fun you just yeah. get yourself you like work yourself into a bad headspace about yeah. it because it's like the perfectionism comes out and like you're so you're in a self-critical space and it's like yeah. does good music come from that like under duress like sometimes but yeah. it's cool to like learn how to not be so precious about it and totally. have fun and let people give you input and you know I need yeah. I need people to listen to things and when I have a demo sometimes like if I've made it sort of in a vacuum I'm alone I need to hear it in front of someone else who's hearing it for the first time in order to know if it's actually good or not because there's things I've made by myself that I'm like this is so good and then I'll play it for someone and I'll be like this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> Adam <laughs> I think you're that thing. person at the moment right what's up you're my sounding board 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. every summer, this is kind of, I'm not really supposed to know this. Well, <laughs> but, but it I happens do. every year. He so. knows the circumstances <laughs> you know about it? of it. Well, I'm just, I know you're like the point person. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so what's this <laughs> process? When do they bring you in? Uh, well, they so. bring... <laughs> no, so there's... So Brian has a birthday every year? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. every year. Kind of yeah. happens every, every year. year. Yeah. Annual, yeah. He has every an year. annual birthday, <laughs> and uh, we will sometimes... Well, most, oh, I think you've done it for a long time, but we'll write songs for him. Cool. Just... Uh, it's like little demos. It's a little birthday yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. It's like present. a lo-fi birthday yeah. album. Oh, sweet. Yeah. But Joy writes um, writes a bunch of them, and like, she needs someone to send it to, just to have a backup, mm-hmm. and like also like opinions, and like she's been, I've been that guy. Nice. This <laughs> year, and it's been awesome. Oh, that's songs cool. Songs are like. Yeah. Will those come out? Um, they in our house. Sometimes they do. <laughs> they do. Yeah, on sometimes. This, on like the record that we're gonna release, or that we're gonna release. Um, in September, there's one song that was like a, a birthday song. Sweet. Yeah. From one of those birthday albums. And oh, that's awesome. There's an EP that we're kind of working on as well, which I don't, I guess that those, way really wasn't for my birthday, but no. that was just like. But that was sort of my first venture into doing that. Because I, um, I was like just sick of writing about my own life. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to try to write like only about characters from this movie. And like, just as a challenge to myself, I was like, I wonder how many songs I can write just in one day. So like, I sat down and I wrote six songs like in a day and like demoed all of them, which is still like, (laughs) it's still as it is like the demo of this EP that we're gonna record. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. We've been wanting to do it for a few years now. Yeah, that's like, you know, that challenge, these little like songwriting challenges that you have to kind of put on yourself, like, at least for me, the biggest challenge is like, I don't know what to write about. Yeah. Like I usually write about my life yeah, and exactly. the, I didn't do anything last year. I know. Yeah. Like, it takes, what do I honestly, talk about? And like, I don't want to talk about the pandemic because that's yeah. just so yeah. boring yeah. to me. Yeah. I do this. I talk about the pandemic here. Like yeah. I don't yeah. need it's to like do that in my music. It's like what to relive. I ate way too many Cheetos right. and I was bored. <laughs> I watched a lot of movies. Yeah. I tried yeah. to write. Didn't, <laughs> you know, didn't yeah. play, any, you know, I don't know. There was not some, sponsored by Cheetos. This not sponsored by Cheetos. Isolation. Yeah, like, it's like, yeah. okay, everyone's songs are going to yeah. be by, yeah. oh, you yeah. stay at home. It's called Isolation. Yeah, it's I think by John Lennon. Point, like, <laughs> I think at a point you don't want to relive it anymore. No, no, especially, yeah. Yeah, which is why it's great to, like, dive into a fantasy land of, like, writing about fictional characters right. or, like, books that you like. And mm-hmm. it's been, like, such a fun challenge for me just because, you know... I think it's hard for people to like write what they don't feel or what they don't know sometimes and I've had that issue before and I like to try to like make it a practice of getting into someone else's perspective or just like telling an interesting story and sort of living vicariously through it. Right, yeah. I wrote a song about the show uh, 90 Day Fiancé. That's my favorite show. That is my favorite show. I'm gonna need to hear that. (laughs) I will send it to you. Yeah, yeah. It's out. Yeah, it's uh, it's just it's like what we did every Sunday. Like she, my girlfriend, come over. We hang out with my dad, watch an idea fiance. So it's like in a way that's about the pandemic. Yeah, I mean it's about your bonding experience during that time, and it's about it's about the show and the drama of the show. (laughs) Show's amazing. You watch the show? Yeah. You you got excited when I said ninety day fiance. (laughs) You felt that. You're like, oh yeah, Sunday. All of my songs are written about Big Ed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Big Ed energy, man. I love that fucking guy. Uh, Wow. (laughs) 
Have you watched The Single Life? Do you have Discovery Plus? Are you subscribed to the new no, streaming service? No, what's The Single I don't know The Single Life. Okay, cool. So The Single Life is just a show on Discovery Plus, and yeah. it's like big ad going on dates and stuff. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's... In San Diego. It's I know what brutal. you're doing tomorrow. Yeah. 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 I gotta go. <laughs> it's not that. This has been great. I was, we were talking about streaming fatigue earlier before everyone showed up. Like, yeah. I'm getting tired of, like, streaming and, and subscription, well, subscription <laughs> fatigue, I should say. Yeah. Like... Oh, everyone's got a fucking subscription service now and it's so annoying I don't really use Netflix anymore but I'm still paying for it every month <laughs> yeah. yeah like my like my whole family and like 49 people I don't know where they came from are all like on our right. account somehow yeah. <laughs> like, which well, is fine it's like, I get it's rid getting, of it I'm gonna be yeah. letting a it's lot of people getting used it's getting used yeah well and we've been watching I think you should leave oh yeah um, quite a bit yeah. quite a bit lately. yes so <laughs> that is well worth like, the whatever half this interview is just gonna be you know I think you should leave yeah well that's good I think we got those out in the car though okay well that's good because I just finished season two because I kept seeing the memes pop up I'm like oh dude what the fuck am I missing oh no what because I watched season one really quickly, so I was yeah. like on yeah. top of it. Yeah. Se- there was a few moments in season two where I was I was like dying. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we like, had oh like God. a season watch one when party. It was like when it came out. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, we did as well, but like I kind of felt like no one really knew about it. Mm-hmm. But that maybe that's just like I don't spend a whole lot of right. time like on. I don't spend any time on Twitter. Yeah, that's where a lot of people um, talk about. It. So yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> like I was always like shocked if there was anyone like on Instagram that like dropped Would a share reference. a meme or something. Yeah. yeah. I was like wait, what? They know about that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially the old man in the <laughs> car. Like everyone knew that one. So I was like, okay, yeah. that one broke through yeah. to like a, a popular side of the of mm-hmm. culture, you know. Yeah. And I don't know. There's a few. Like I can't remember one from the season two that had me rolling. It was the dude with the cap, the hat that also had the safari like, yeah. background. Oh, the safari flaps. Yeah, yeah. yeah the and safari like the... flaps. That one stuck out to me to be the craziest one. Yeah. He's like, "How much was the hat? You can't ask me that." I love the Claire's video. Oh yeah. my god, Claire's is really good that too. That one was just so existential. And yeah. So bizarre. That one was yeah. yeah Which is great because I mean all of those take like such great like left turns totally have you guys seen that show Detroiters it was like the project he did before yeah that was like on Comedy Central like that show's great really okay I've got some homework to do definitely worth the watch definitely worth the watch yeah yeah. Detroiters, Detroiters. Yeah. We it's, may also need to know about Big Ed. I don't know. I'm kind of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Big Ed. You, you definitely have seen him. He's the guy with, like, no neck, and he's dating a girl the age of his daughter, and it's like, yeah. Whoa. It's wild. <laughs> For 90 days. For 90 days. See my face. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> and it's pretty it's crazy, pretty like, because his girlfriend in the Philippines is, like, yeah. is bi or, or gay. Yeah, and then when like you rewatch it, you're just like, what? oh, that's why she's so repulsed by him. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's why she doesn't want to kiss him because she, I don't think she likes men. Like, uh. fuck. It's like so awkward. Maybe that's I feel, just what I feel she so told bad for him, her. though. Maybe it was like she just wasn't into him. And so no, she has like, like a well, girlfriend now. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, live your truth. I'm all for yeah. it. Like, but yeah, it is brutal. It's really cringy to see Ed make advances on her. And it's like, oh, I man. don't even know him. I don't know what he looks like. like you like already. him, and then you start to be like, oh, no. he's kind of a douchebag, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He turns. Yeah. And he's so he's so uh, he's like on cameo. He's yeah, so like self promoting, like trying to make money off his brand. Huh. Yeah, that's, so funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm no. making a lot of negative faces. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. It's that's the that's the joyride of Big Ed. You're like, oh, this guy's funny, and then you watch it. Like, oh, fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? What happened? You were supposed, you were so nice in the first season. Like, yeah. you're a douchebag now. Ugh. 
All most of the most of the men on that show are kind of assholes, though. Yeah. Oh, good yeah. to know. Yeah. I can't wait to watch it. You can, yeah, it's like a hate watch, and then you're laughing yeah. at them, and then you're like, I don't care if that girl was ghosting you or wasn't real. Totally. You deserve it. You're a douchebag. Yeah. Like, yeah. You hate watch it. It's fun though. Yeah, yep. It's a show you yeah, love yeah. to hate. Yeah. Well, which we we I mean I don't know if you ever I mean you probably like watch certain movies that are just like so bad that you can like They're make good. fun of them and yeah. enjoy it. Like what what is that movie for you? Off top of well, that you know obviously the easy one is The Room. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. the easy one. You yeah. can start there. Yeah. Uh, what's another bad one? What's another one I thought was really? I don't know. There's a couple of them. After I watched um, Walk Hard, I couldn't watch like Walk the Line anymore. Yeah, like yeah. that ruined it for yeah. me. Yeah. So ruined like all biopics for you. Yes. Oh, honestly, we have like a deep love of just like bad biopics. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, and yeah. they Which are, are some great. of them are great, but a lot of them are just like. <laughs> Because you're trying to recreate an icon with a different right. person, like it's never gonna be as good. It's gonna be a, like a little weird. And you're yeah. talking, and you're trying to tell the story of a life in an hour and a half. Yeah. Like, yeah. and yeah. my problem with biopics is like, it all everything goes to shit in the '70s. Like right. invariably, like the clothes get right. horrible. Everybody is like dying of overdoses. Right. <laughs> like, totally. The yeah. lighting is always like really. It gets dark like and orange, depressing. Yeah. The 70s got dark, yeah. <laughs> the 70s, the it's like... The color grade changed. Yeah. Yeah, totally. No matter what biopic it is, it's like the 70s is where they're like losing everything. Wow. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, yeah, that's when Brian Wilson's Once you notice stuck it, you can't totally. notice doing anything. Totally. Yeah. Like James I have been. Is... I have been listening to uh, some of that 70s Wilson stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, like Surf's kind of, Up and yeah, I've been some of that really dark like Beach Boy stuff is so rad. Yeah. It's so good. Interesting time. It's super weird time. And they're like yeah. touring without him. Yeah. Kind of how they do now. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I have a weird connection with Mike Love. Mike Love lives in Santa Barbara. Oh, he yeah. does. Yeah, so is Bruce Johnson. Oh, wow. So you'll okay. see Bruce. I've seen Bruce a couple times. I haven't no seen way. Mike Love, but I don't. I hate Mike Love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't even know Mike him, Love. but I hate him. <laughs> I'd be, I would be kind of curious to like meet the Beach Just Boys fan. Around. No, just like meet, oh. meet the Beach Boys fan. Like, no, you know what? Mike Love is the real genius. <laughs> hey, man. He was the lead singer. Yeah, like, he's like the worst lead singer like, of all you time. You know that fan is out there somewhere that's oh, like, yeah. oh, Brian Wilson, no, overrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Over. Love was Over. really like he wrote he, Kokomo, dude. Yeah, yeah. He was really trying to keep them on the right track, right, writing right. about surfing and girls and yeah. cars, and then like Brian just ruined it with Van Dyke Parks. And yeah, stuff. totally. Like, dude, that person's out there that like. Oh yeah, you know, absolutely. I'd be kind of curious to meet meet that person. Oh, they, you know. They have a nice paying job. They hang out with Mike Love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, they're, they're just a Mike they're, Love. They're Mike team. Love's yeah, lawyer. Mike <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. They're Mike Love's lawyers. They yeah. love it. Yeah. They, they're all for it. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. But like, I feel like me listening to music actually went down in the pandemic. Mm. I did not just yeah. like listen to music. Mm. I don't know. What, what, what was your, your media consumption? Yeah. It was mostly mm. television, movies. I got, you know what? I think I'd resisted like listening to anything on Spotify for a long time. Yeah. So I kind of like got into Spotify because during the pandemic, I was doing like grocery delivery for mm. Safeway. So I was like driving one of their trucks and like just. Oh, good. You didn't have to use your own car. Didn't have to use my own That's car, awesome. which was nice because my car is not refrigerated. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> that would be great though. It'd be great if it was. But yeah, that's so I mean, I was just like really plugging my phone into the, oh, the right. stereo and, you know, yeah. So I was listening to a lot of like oh, new cool. stuff, and I would send Joy some stuff I was listening to every once in a while. Oh yeah, we started a fake blog. Oh yeah. cool. Um, <laughs> just for the two of us, called uh, First Impressions with Joy Joy Buttons. Yeah. And like he would just send me a song, and I would I would only listen to it one time, 
and I would just like give my impression of the song based on like a very short listening window. Yeah, and then no I would context, like nothing. no, yeah, yeah, no context at all, like no information about the band or their release, and then I would just yeah. be <laughs> like, which is interesting. I feel like, like I that's not far off to how actual consumers work. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. no, yeah. for consumers, sure, but like for Absolutely. people writing about music, I oh, feel like yeah, no, yeah, yeah. they're reading as much as they possibly can. You would think beforehand. Yeah. Get, get some context. I don't know. People have <laughs> but, gotten information about our release so wrong. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Like, well, we were laughing. We were talking about the episode that you did with um, Matt with, Vasquez. Yeah, with Matt Vasquez. Oh and yeah. We kind of discussed that, and we were like, oh yes, like we're seeing that because this like this album cycle is the first time we've ever worked with like PR. Yeah. Which has been awesome. It's been like, so great. Like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah shout out to John Cohill. Or yes, man. Yes. Like, shout out to Forcefield. Like, they yeah. have, like, kind They've of saved so this record really? from, like, just being buried, I think. Yeah. Whoa. Um, yeah, Forcefield's really rad. They're great. Yeah, they've been um, so helpful. Yeah, so it was kind of, but it was funny to, like, to, to, hear, to hear him talk about how, yeah, a lot of people that write about music, you know, like, they'll just take the, the release and kind of, like, yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. There's the release. Here's the release. Nice. I'll I mean, just it's... rewrite your press release yeah. and. Yeah. But then they'll <laughs> put in sense. like yeah. wrong names or like Sometimes wrong we'll dates. Like someone wrong. said yeah. the release date was totally the wrong day. Oh no. <laughs> it's just so funny to like, cause it's like a game of telephone. It's just yeah. funny to see like, I'm curious where everything will end up. <laughs> I'm excited to see how wrong. Yeah. Well, you know, at least you guys can play some shows around the release. You know, it was like I I released yeah, a record at the beginning of the year, and it was just like, I don't know, maybe things will get better soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were like in that boat. We we had this record like done and ready to go. How like, long has it been before the pandemic? Oh, before hit. the pandemic. Yeah. And like we were like, do we just like self-release this thing yeah, right yeah, yeah. now? Well, like everybody is bummed out and just. Yeah. It just didn't feel, it just didn't feel right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And our goal for this one too is like, well, we want to release it better than we did last time. Totally. You know. Um, what happened last time? I mean, last time it was all right. Oh. We just like we didn't, put, <laughs> we just didn't put a whole lot of right, thought right, into right. it. And just like let's really. just put it out there and yeah. it does, yeah. it'll do what it will do. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like, yeah, and then, then, then it'd be like. Do you guys have any videos for any of this stuff? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, we don't. No, guess no. we should get that going. Like, <laughs> yeah, we probably should have done that before we, like, released the first thing. Right. Yeah, there was yeah. no, like, anticipation built right. for it. It was just yeah. like, here it is. See, that's... Now let's just show it. Yeah. So. And hopefully we can kind of shine a light on some of that stuff in this podcast. I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast are in bands and, like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. You gotta have the pre-production, yeah. the pre, like all that shit worked it's out before. It's insane how much you have to have done ahead of time, and it, right. you know, why we'll yeah. say like releasing an album is it. You learn a lot every time, right? And it. I mean, I admire people who like self-release everything mm-hmm. because there is so much to keep track of. Like Brian and I are both like ADT. <laughs> it's very hard <laughs> to keep track of anything between the two of us. Like right. if it doesn't get written down, it just doesn't get done. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> and then, like, you know, even something as simple as, like, a release date. Like, a release date kind of being built around, like, the man- how long it's going to take to manufacture the actual records. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. so you can exactly. get pre-orders out. So then you, yeah. can have yeah. the, you can have them there. And then a month yeah. later, the record's out and you can start shipping. Like Exactly. Yeah. And then it's like, well, you know, if you're releasing a tape with this label and, a, yeah. you know, LP with this label, like, yeah. you have to have separate art and files for everything you're everything. doing. And, like, 
there's so much prep work that goes into it and then it's like you have to have all your single art ready like at least a month ahead of time yeah. because you have to like get Put your it on you have to get your release approved core. by your distributor yeah. and like it's fucking, just this fucking fly is killing yeah, me. Yeah, we need to kill <laughs> that thing. Dude, it is bad. Maybe I'm sticky or something. I'm pretty sticky too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. What's his deal, dude? I don't know, man. What's his He wants he just, to be on the podcast. He wants to be the host of the show. Dude, he wants <laughs> Well, either way, uh, yeah, totally. There's just a lot of work that goes in. It's not just yeah. putting your music out on Bandcamp and let the algorithm gods do what they will. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't know if that, that ever happens anymore. Yeah, like, and then no, it's like, on top of it, it, you have to have all your social media stuff yeah. ready. And, you know, you're going to like, we're going to, you know, promote this thing on this day and this day yeah. at this time. And like, we're going to release this graphic here and this graphic there. It's like, I hate that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. totally. And it's like, we're, we have like a bunch of people helping us outside the band. But even yeah. with all that help, it's like, we're still all having to like, do a lot yes like, like adam does a lot like our all of our like art and graphic Which design is stuff and then like yeah. we all are kind of like there's still just so much to do so it's totally. like for any bands out there even if you have a whole team around you there's still totally. enough for you to do yeah you can't just like make music it and won't completely it. be out of your hands no matter what you do yeah yeah i think that's like the big misconception of like getting a manager and everyone mm -hmm. thinks you need pr and radio and like all this stuff but like that just means there's just you, it's, it's, it's a little easier. You still, it, yeah. yes. you still have to put the work in. You still have to yeah. put the yeah. fucking work you're in. Just, like, yeah. It's like you're just answering to your teachers. And they're yes. like, hey, this yes. assignment is due like, by this, Thursday by this. at yeah. 3 yeah. o'clock. I think it doesn't make it easier. It just makes the work you do go a little bit farther. It yeah, it's it a little more delegated. Yeah. 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 And like, yeah, definitely makes it go farther. Wow. Like I said, we have no regrets about so, We've had such a great experience working with Force Field. Yeah. It's just like... Thing, 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 thing. And if you're mm -hmm. releasing a single every month, it's like from the beginning of the month, like you're doing all this crap behind the scenes to, yeah. like, to like release a song that someone will scroll past in their Instagram feed because they're, you know, <laughs> they're just looking mindlessly Because they're also watching TV and yes, yeah, yes. exactly. And, and it's, yes, yeah. It's yeah. like it's not. You can't take offense at that because, like, no. I I think about that because, like, when I'm scrolling through Instagram, like, I'll skip things like that. Yeah, totally. and then feel horrible because I'm like, I don't want. People I didn't give to that do any that. attention. Yeah, I don't yeah. want people to do that to our music, but that's yeah. just the nature of the beast. Like, mm -hmm. you've got and to. That's why when people are fans and when people say, "Hey, I love your band. Just heard you on this," it's like you have to like, I don't know. At least for me, I'm always about. It. Thing. I like I respond back to everyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, so, I'm just yeah. like, dude, thank you. Yeah. Like that For appreciate sure. it's like making that one on one connection with exactly. those fans, which gotta separate you from the other big bands who have already given up on that because like, oh, we already have our Where's fans. Yeah. It's like yeah. Yeah. I, I think that like the dream would be no matter how many people we have doing that to like yeah. try, to maintain try to at least get as many as you can, you know? Right. Yeah. And like because yeah, that's so important. Maintain like, a strong that, relationship. Yeah, yeah. And just like connecting with people one on one is like yeah, I mean, and that's like, the whole point of music. Right. Like, and, like, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> I'd be playing songs alone in my bedroom. <laughs> totally, yeah. And, 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 you know, what is the music industry now? It's live shows and merch, like, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that's all reliant on direct to, con you know, consumer, direct to customer shit. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. the not the streams, who gives a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that's just going to pop up on a playlist and at some restaurant. Yeah. Also, it's like, we don't make any, like, hardly anything from <laughs> streams. So, yeah. what, what is it now? Yeah. 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 Like, oh, you got 
five billion streams. Hey man, no. Here's 20 hey. bucks. Go yeah, buy yourself totally. a cheeseburger. Yeah. It's, it's, it's exposure, okay? And we all know as musicians, <laughs> okay. like... Free exposure. Is free exposure. The quick. currency. No, the mean, currency. Yeah. We should all... Yeah. Being facetious, but... Nah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it is good to have... No, it is. Honestly, it is good exposure, but... Yeah. Totally. It's a no, double-edged it's sword, for sure. Well, it's I, just like, I keep yeah. saying this to you, and maybe, I don't know, I haven't heard any pushback from this, but, like, there is nothing really wrong with Spotify other than how much money they're yeah, giving us. totally. Right. Like, the, yeah. and the we thing love is, like, this. I would, I, I, would, I would love it. Yeah. Like, yeah. the way <laughs> they, they explore how to find new music is awesome. Yeah. They just need to and kick I think back is, some more. Yeah, I and I think it's kind time. of like the totally. now, it's like the now version of people complaining about record labels in the 90s, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we all use it, and it's kind of like become this necessary evil and mm-hmm. we all kind of like you know put it down but we still we still put stuff up on it yeah totally. i mean let's yeah. be real it does you know, have value for us have value. no right. and i As like exposure. i get excited to like see oh who's put us on a playlist or right. like you know how things are going and sometimes it's, it's cool because it is Fun. like you know what this probably is like some kid out there that just really loves this and put totally. it in a playlist and that's cool like that was me making like mixtapes yeah whatever. except Absolutely. now like yeah, we could actually know, see sharing who friends. is sharing it which and is i so can awesome. see the playlist name i see your dirty playlist names <laughs> like oh midnight gosh. sex like <laughs> I see that shit. Dude, yeah. that would be cool if we were one of our favorite things is like to just go through. Yeah, I don't think we're that bad, but it's one of our favorite things to go through the playlist names. Yeah, just like yeah, do a that's reading. Of, so funny. I wish they would show you all of them. Yeah, yeah. It's at it's some point. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's honestly like my. Main what a flex, place. guys! I wish I could see every, but there's just so many. Yeah, there's so many. There's just, I'm on so many playlists. I can't even see yeah. all of them. Yeah, yeah but that and what also like actually, well, I think. Matthew Bassett's no, like mentioned true. this too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like the related artists, I think, which he kind of related, I think, totally. to the top eight or whatever. It's in, all weird. Yeah, like, it's yeah, MySpace, like, there was a. But he's so totally nice. right about that. Like the related artists for us is just like, yeah, stuff that like, no idea like what Who this these stuff people is, are, yeah. Like it'd be kind of nice to be able to either choose that or have there be some. It's like, it. it's so fucking set in stone. Like I don't sound like any of the bands on my yeah, top yeah. Like, Spotify. They'll always be there. And, and like now the ones that like, do kind of sound like me are very at the you have to click on it and then they're at the bottom because it oh, takes okay. so much to, to get there, yeah. pass the other ones That's like weird. yeah i don't know why but you know you do a band long enough as i have like I don't connect to any of the bands I'm suggested to. They're all yeah. like, you know, yeah. surf pop bands. And it's like, that's what I did back then. Was it was yeah. like, that's like what it was back yeah, then. Yeah. For sure. When we were on Pandora, well, I guess we're probably still on Pandora, but like when we were only on Pandora, right, right. Like, <laughs> our related bands were like, French what? choral music and like yeah. world Strange music stuff, yeah. and like things Whoa. that like not have French choral music nothing to do with yeah. our genre. No, not yeah. at all. This but doesn't it's make like, sense. <laughs> yeah. it's, it was just like, couldn't have been more incongruent it was oh man weird. yeah so i don't know like spotify and all that's great it just needs it's i i compare it to like a grocery store you know hmm. it's like the grocery store like a vons like is paying they they pay for their their items cheese milk they buy that shit out yeah and then they sell it and, yeah and, and, and then they, but but spotify doesn't do that they get hmm. the cheese and the milk at a fucking low low price yeah. and yeah. you know give us a third of a penny for our cheese and this is our cheese and milk here I yeah. know. like <laughs> Most of, dairy. Us, most of <laughs> us have produce. been, like, to begin with, like, have been in some kind of, like, we're all in a pay-to-play situation. Right. Like, we all have to invest in, like, crap tons of music equipment and right. instruments and lessons and hours and hours of rehearsals mm-hmm. and, like, the heartache of going round and round the cycle of creativity where you're right. like, I'll never make anything good again. And yeah, then, yeah, like, yeah. And then you're going <laughs> to give me a third of a cent for this song that, like, all of those things have gone into. It's like... Uh. <laughs> when I think about it too, sometimes it's like, 
even like at a merch table situation, like having a t-shirt there, it's like, you know, it seems like, okay, that's worth more somehow because like it's a physical thing yeah. that you had to buy. And then, you know, somebody had to make that shirt and I yeah. can't make a shirt myself and I can't print it or whatever, but I can sing a song myself. Yeah. I can get a guitar myself and do make music because it's more immediate. So it's yeah. kind of like that becomes a little bit devalued because it's seen as like, well, you don't really need to put that much into it. Yeah. You need to put a lot into making a t-shirt. But you don't need to put as much into making a song because it just kind of comes out of the air. Yeah, it's it's not physical. Yeah, yeah. it's not something you can hold. Yeah, you know that's why you, it's just so hard. Like with shirts and even vinyl. Sure. Yeah. You can scale that. Yeah. You can totally. see what your profit margins are. Like the act of just making noises out of your mouth is is like how do you scale that up? Yeah. Like, how do you put a value, value on that? that? Yeah. 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 It's I mean, not it's until you people. put it on that physical record. You know how much yeah. the record costs costs you fucking a dollar, and then you can scale up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. I don't know. Music is weird. Why do we it do is this? So, because we love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why did we pick yeah. this career yeah. path? Well, I keep telling Brian like, you shouldn't do it unless you really, really love it. Yeah. Because it's just like there's so much that goes on behind the scenes that's yeah. just like frustrating. Yeah. We'll get disenchanted so real quick. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. you don't act, absolutely yeah. love music. But it is like, really worth it when that, like, whatever, you know. That good show comes yeah, through. That, and then yeah. Like, oh, yeah, like, we're, we're going to open for so-and-so? Sick. Yeah. Like, when that kid comes up and, and is like, you know what? I really love you guys. Like, yeah. Like, your music is, has meant a lot to me. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I know what that feels like yeah. as being, like, being a fan. Yeah, totally. Like, I know exactly what that feels like and it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's worth it yeah and people in bands it. are like I mean if you think of bands that you just like loved growing up like those people seemed like larger than life to totally. you. like those people were just mm-hmm. like they're like on another plane and it's like funny because then when you like are in a band and you're doing yeah, it you're like yeah. I feel like crap today <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah I just want to play this show and get out of here and then you quick. meet them and you're like oh you, you feel, feel like, like crap oh my too gosh. Yeah. yeah you feel like crap too also like the fact that like doing all this meant something to just even mm-hmm. you like yeah all right, I'm ready to go. I think like, that, I'm ready to make another song. I'm ready I, to like totally. Yeah. I think that's something I noticed in the pandemic too. Like uh, doing this podcast in the pandemic and just people like, you know, talking to someone like Dent May, who I think is very successful. Love yeah. Dent May, yeah. and he's yeah. like, "Well, I haven't done enough yet." I'm like, "Dude, I think you're pretty successful." <laughs> and he's just like, "Yeah, I don't know. I think I've had some good." It's like he's just like same boat. Yeah. That's the thing is like There's how do you more work to do? How do you yeah. quantify success totally. in this industry? Like, what does that mean? Like, does that mean? that like you release an album and the people who listen to it like it does that mean that like you're selling out arenas playing like giant tours like where is the line totally because like you you can get so caught up in like what could be what could be what could be that like you're missing the beautiful things that are happening in the moment where like you're connecting with people and yeah yeah, i don't like that's been a a worry of mine or even just making something great that you love yeah totally to me that's just as enjoyable yeah that, i think that should be like the first like base of like i like this song oh, i yeah. like these group mm-hmm. of songs these are for me yeah <laughs> and then they're really and they really are just for you and then you put them out and then they're for everyone and yeah. then if people like it that's fine but i think like if you want to get down to the real nuts and bolts bolts of like yeah. the music industry selling tickets it's <laughs> yeah. like the only thing anyone gives a fuck about <laughs> yeah. if you can sell tickets yeah, you'll have like, a career and then you can money? live a life like how much money is it like Ten thousand dollars? Totally. Ten million dollars? Totally. Ten million dollars? Well, like, I know Wayne Cohen says like if he if he makes as much money as he can make working full time at McDonald's, then that's his baseline. Yeah. Like if that's I can. That's a good baseline. It's yeah. a fine baseline. Yeah. Like he, whatever or whatever yeah, a living he, wages. Yeah, yeah. Did he own a Long John Silver's? Is that it? He worked there. Yeah. They robbed his ass there or something. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, insane. Yeah. That, he, that, that's when he like I think I need to do music. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. 
No, but totally. Yeah, I need like, that moment. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just have to find that number for yourself. Like, what, it's like, what is it, fifty thousand dollars a year? Okay. Yeah. Uh, how many shows do I have to play to make that? Okay. And like, fuck. Okay, I got some work to do because I can't do that right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, we're all splitting this two hundred bucks from the show. Like a yeah. hundred dollars. We got opening slot. They're giving us two hundred dollars, and now we have to split that. Like, it's like we're splitting the two hundred dollars, but like most of that's going to the, the rehearsal space the, we rented to like rehearse space. before the yeah. show. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And we used all our drink tickets and <laughs> someone ordered too many tacos and yeah. what are we doing? Now yeah. it's coming. Now like it's you coming can literally in. spend it all on tater tots and beer in like one night. Totally. It's like, well, I don't know if that's a living exactly, but yeah. I do like tater tots. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you feel good in the moment. We were just talking about those diva moments um, like on tour. He's like, oh, I think I had that one. Remember when it was really late and I just wanted to go to the go to a hotel mm-hmm. and we had got a hotel. I was like, yeah, imagine that's like your biggest diva moment. Having yeah. your basic needs met. <laughs> like, <laughs> not, yeah. not wow. sleeping in a car. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I think you're fine, dude. Don't worry. <laughs> like, no one judged you for that. We all need a bed that night. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So funny. Yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know. Have you guys toured a lot yet or no? No, not yeah. a lot. Like, we, we went played. out to South by Southwest. Oh, that's awful. Like, one year but that was like the only kind of tour did you like it did you like South by we had a really interesting experience all around did you play unofficial shows or official shows unofficial Unofficial. and then he was playing with another band while we were there and it was so funny like trying to like balance the two bands you're everywhere there was one show for his other band where like the lead singer just couldn't find a parking spot. <laughs> oh my god! So like he never that. showed up, and they just like yeah, vamped I on the stage. Yeah, so like... I was like playing just like some little Casio keyboard for this band, and but then <laughs> I had my guitar with me too somehow, and yeah, he just like couldn't show up, and uh, the drummer and I like had been in bands together for a long time, so like we like had a similar like wavelength, and I was yeah. like, dude, let's just like go for it right yeah, now yeah. and we played like two songs oh like i think i played god. like a white stripe song oh just because i was like god. yeah drummer and guitarist like let's yeah. just cover a white stripe yeah. song white stripes, there's like three people in this bar because right, it was right. like <laughs> it was like 10 a.m oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah i don't even remember the venue but i was like okay no one's here the most exciting thing that happened was like i saw albert hammond jr walk by oh cool and i was like oh Okay. As you're playing the white stripes, he's looking at like, he's what the like, fuck is that? This bad, guy's man. a loser. Fucking and then, and then I just played some like, I just like, just improvised some instrumental, and we just like jammed out. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, we're gonna leave now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like the guys who worked at the venue were probably just like, cool, yeah, good idea. Get out. Yeah, you should leave, man. Yeah. And then I think we had a show. I not. So then I like had to like rush out of that to like get to the show, and I was like, I could have been at this other show like the whole time. Oh my god. It's so crazy. But I I think musically it was kind of like, all right, it was okay. But I think personally, like we had a great time, and also like Hurley, like you know, like they got us. They sponsored our trip there. Oh, cool. Which was cool. Yeah. They put us on their Instagram. Oh, sweet. Like we got to go surfing. Yeah, they like sent people to do video. Like we went to a wave pool and yeah. With the, yeah, we Texas did some fun stuff. Surfer. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Surfer in Texas. And, and just like we just made it a road trip. We went yeah, to like sweet. White Sands and yeah. and just like you know did Had some barbecue. Did we played a lot of cards. Awesome. And Hurley's like bananagrams. Yeah. How's that work? How's Hurley get in touch with you? Is that are they in Long Beach or you well, work? Someone so works there. We both work. Well, I still work yeah. there. He used to work there. Oh, um, cool. That's actually how we met. We worked in the employee store there together. Mm. Um, and so yeah, just like. You know, we kind of working in the employee store kind of came to know like everyone at the company yeah. and just became friends. And so 
yeah uh yb he was doing like video work and Shout he was out. like i want to go mm -hmm. with you guys and like get some content for hurley like yeah lifestyle like, brand. yeah you know yeah trying to be cool right. and hip totally. with the young kids it. Um, cause we're so young. Yeah. And, uh, so young and hip. Yeah. <laughs> and so hip. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, you, um, you, you're, wow. You're facilitating a dream, right? The kids are going to yeah. see it. You guys are like, yeah, they're living, I want to live their dream. And then yeah. you go out there and you're like, oh no, never mind. Yeah. I think part of it was our friend YB also like kind of wanted a reason to like leave out yeah, on the road. Yeah. 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 Get no, out of the office oh, for, yeah. week, for a couple of weeks. Yeah. I, don't, I do not blame him. I yeah. worked out for everyone. Yeah. Some great barbecue and. Oh, that's awesome! Good. Yeah, it was, it was fun, just a fun trip to Austin. You Did know, the video? Is there video content of that tour or that? I don't yes. think it lives anywhere Sorry. anymore. Yeah, I, I think, think it was mostly just on Instagram. YB it was like stories, cool. like on yeah. Instagram. Cool. So those are gone. That's, but <laughs> they're archi they're archived. <laughs> Nothing's gone. So we can't prove it, but we were there. Yeah. I promise. The nature of these fleeting times. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> Oh man! Speaking of fleeting times, uh, you guys aren't on Twitter, but Twitter did their own like stories, and uh, they called it fleets. Okay. And wow. it's oh, done. Okay. They just ended it. Okay. Oh, speaking well, of yeah. fleeting, yeah. R.I.P. Fleets. R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> fleets. Fleets was fleeting. I can't yes. believe nobody knew yeah. what fleets meant. Yes, <laughs> it was. Uh, it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> the only thing I liked about it is I could see who was looking at my fleets. Oh, and that stresses wow. me out. I would look so up and like, oh, so that account is active. Yeah. They just don't tweet. They just like oh, yeah. look. Oh, I was like, okay. I know that guy. Yeah. He, oh, I just saw he doesn't use Twitter anymore. No, yeah. he does. Okay. Oh, he's just looking. He's just lurking huh. on That stresses wow. me out to know who's watching my stories. <laughs> well, Twitter's so I'm like, weird. I don't want to know. Yeah. Yeah, Twitter is weird. I it's like so weird. I kind of like didn't think people were really still using it just because I don't use it. Right. But like and yeah, the job I'm doing for the summertime, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and the podcasts I've been listening to like uh, including yours. Yeah. I've been folks that like use Twitter a lot. So yeah. I kind of like just dipped into it. Take a look like what? What's actually what's, going what's on? What's going on here? It's a lot yeah. of memes. Yeah. Yeah. It's people uh, just like a lot of. It's kind of memes and anger. Me you know? Yeah. Memes, anger. Memes and like, anger. A lot of memes like originate from there. And then they, you know, I'm going to start out. an account called memes and anger. Yep. Now. It's, our, I can it's already see taken it blowing up. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably already taken. It's all been done. All that's the hardest. ideas are stolen. That's what I'm saying. The hardest part of like being in a band now is creating your handle. And hoping that it's not, not taken taking. already. That's why we have two underscores between right. Sweet and Nobody. Oh, yeah, we gotta, we gotta fix that. We gotta yeah. yeah, let's promote the IG. What's the IG? It's Sweet. Sweet underscore Squirt. underscore <laughs> Nobody for right now. But thinking about changing it to Sweet Nobody Official, which is what we are. That on, is official. You guys are officially. Which is what we are on TikTok. Yeah. Which we don't oh, yeah, let's talk about TikTok. You guys are on TikTok. Trust me, TikTok, like by yeah. the time we get there, someone will have like released a cookie called Sweet Nobody's and like all it will be all the Instagram handles. You should make taken. that cookie. Oh, that's that's yeah. You guys should yeah. that's your merch. I mean, yeah. Maybe okay. scalable, it's if real. It was like a sweet nobody cookies. cookie, like what would the sweet nobody cookie be? Delicious. Yeah, but like what kind of <laughs> what flavor profile are we talking about for the sweet nobody um, cookies? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> what? French fries Can you sell those? Yeah. It could be like a chocolate Del Taco chip. flavored. Just a Del Taco oh. flavored Chocolate chip potato chip. Oh my God, I went to Del Taco chip. last night. <laughs> oh, like an everything cookie. Yeah, like an everything cookie yeah. with like yeah, M&M's yeah, yeah. and chocolate chips Sprinkles. and potato Whoa, chips. Sprinkles. Whoa, that'd be crazy. Ooh, that'd pretzel be nuts. <laughs> That's your merch. Here it is. <laughs> that is your merch. Coming yeah. in. We just gave it away on the pod. Right. No, that's okay. That's okay. You hype it up on the pod. Copyrighted. Yeah. We'll see it. We'll see it. When this comes out, it'll have been copyrighted, so don't even try. Well, yeah, yeah some, some other bands just sitting around like, oh, everything cookie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Now we're assuming a lot of people listen to this podcast. So many people listen, they're willing to yeah. steal yeah. your cookie. Tweets and anger. Okay, Tweets starting. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's getting stolen, the cookie thing. Yeah. Right. Cookies Do you ever feel like that sometimes, them? though, like where you
you have an idea and you kind of feel like if you talk about it too much, like it's gonna <laughs> somebody else is gonna like take it. No. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never have that idea. I'm, I'm just superstitious like, about that. I, guess, I, I think if like yeah. you know the comedian Patrice O'Neill had like a a, a, a quote on that like uh-huh. when the, it was in regards to joke stealing. It's like if yeah. they steal your joke, they need it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, if you yeah, steal my true. idea, you obviously need it, and I'll just yeah. come up with more ideas. Totally. Yeah. You know what? I would feel that way if I went to a show and saw an everything cookie sitting yeah. at a merch booth. I'd be like, you know what? You need yeah, that. You guys Imitation needed that more than We'll come we up did. with another idea. It's yeah, fine. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah, it we'll... wasn't a, you know, it's an easy idea. You <laughs> Imitation know. is the sincerest form of flattery. Totally. Say. <laughs> yeah, I think Brian, you know, said something about that, or it was kind of like, you know what? If they, like, stole your idea, it's just like, they just did it and you didn't. Yeah. Like, Totally. Don't, don't complain about it. They, they <laughs> don't it act like in this world of yeah, like, a quadrillion people. Yes. Two people haven't had the same idea before. Yeah, parallel thinking is very much, very, very real. Yeah. yeah. No, totally. Yeah. How long have we been running there? That producer shit. <laughs> 59 minutes. Oh, nice. 59 minutes. All right. What else do you guys want to promote? You're here. <laughs> well, we got a record. When's the record coming out? The record's coming out on the 17th of September. Is the label putting it out? The label is putting out. The label's called uh, Daydream Records. Okay. Which is kind of like they, I think they started pretty recently. And have they're done, based out of? They're based in LA. Oh. And they've done kind of like reissues of like uh, like indie pop records and shoegaze records that have gone cool. out of print. Um, so they've been doing like re-releases of those. Oh, and cool. And then they're going to do our record. And I think we might be like the first like Original? new band, okay. quote unquote, that's like on the label. So we're doing that with them. And uh, we have a tape coming out of the record as well, and a, uh, a label called Relief Map Records mm. um, that are kind of like in Western Massachusetts. Um, so we got that coming out as well. We have a seven-inch coming out in Japan. That's right. There's oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, there's a guy in Japan that like wants to do a seven-inch. Whoa. Yeah, which is cool. That's so awesome. That. Yeah, I think seven inches are rad. I think they're great. I want I, I DJ vinyl on my spare time, That's and, right, and yeah. uh, I just do seven inches. Yeah, it's just so much yeah. easier. Yeah. Instead of like, oh, how many? Trying to count the rings and yeah. like trying to find the fucking song. It's like, oh, just yeah. seven inch, put it on. Okay. Easy. I love seven like, inches and I love easy. compilation records. Oh, we yeah. We were talking about That's it the together. Because yeah. like, I'll DJ vinyl sometimes too, and it's like, save so much space. So much time, yeah. So much <laughs> space, yeah. I know. I saw, I, I went to a place, I went to, last night I was at the saloon, this place where I DJ in Ventura, and they had a different DJ there. And I just checked out his setup. I was like, why is he so much louder than me? <laughs> How's this? Like, my shit starts feeding back. Like, oh, wow. Because yeah. I have one quality turntable and one cheaper Newmark. Okay. And the Newmark, I, I showed to somebody who knows, like, about, like, making turntables. Uh-huh. He's like, see, there's no rubber on this. Your nice one has rubber, so it absorbs sound. Oh. This one has just plastic. Yeah, so so it's sound. feeding back. Okay. And, like, you can hear oh. into the speaker. Wow. So I have to, like, yeah. turn down the okay. bass. Yeah. It's awful. It well, sucks. now you know what the I have a limitation. Of, yes, yeah, I need to buy a nicer turntable. Yeah. That's my issue. <laughs> Half the problem is knowing the problem. Ah, yeah. <laughs> is there, like, a guaranteed, like, floor filler for you as a DJ? Yeah, it's uh, Whitney Houston... Uh, I just want to oh. dance with somebody. Yeah. Okay. I want to be able to see. Yeah. Without fail, every time. People yell, <laughs> they go crazy like she's in the fucking room. <laughs> like, it's so insane. Fun. 
Um, and then it just the energy just dies down because what do you play after that? Yeah. So yeah. I usually I keep that to like the end. There's nowhere Follow to with go. Some Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. yeah. Been, you can do September and yeah, people will lose their mind too. Yeah. Mine's been Lionel Richie just all night. All night long. long? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I got that one too. Yeah. I'll play those all kind of next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't think it. You wouldn't think people would go nuts with that song because it starts so slow. But then yeah. Yeah. People go off, dude. Yeah. I think it's a good song because people are kind of like they're like maybe like just getting done dancing to the last song. And they're kind of like, okay, I hear it. They're like starting a conversation yeah. maybe. And they're like, I know this yeah. is going to oh, go somewhere. Yeah. And they're just waiting. And then they're like, yeah. And they want to totally. like. <laughs> like it builds the hype. Yeah, and absolutely. For sure. Mm-hmm. It's a good build. No, I, I 100% agree. I like, uh, I also would like to just like take down the energy completely and just oh, okay. play like, you know, don't worry, be happy. Yeah. And it's like, there's no drums, <laughs> there's nothing. But like, everyone knows that song yeah. still. Yeah. It still like it's makes still people like, happy. Yeah, here. totally. Yeah. When I was Bobby a kid. Bobby or Farland? McFerrin, yeah. yeah when I was in middle school, my cousin, my mom's cousin's daughter got married, and Bobby McFerrin was like at the wedding. What? <laughs> yeah, it was like. That's why you know his name. It was like in Minnesota. Wow. Yeah, yeah and like the reception Crazy. was like in these caves where like gangsters used to hide yeah. out. Yeah. And there was like, like bullet holes. Yeah. yeah, there was like bullet holes in the walls what? from like where they had shootouts and stuff. And then it's like, I'm in a cave with Bobby McFerrin <laughs> <laughs> like eating mashed potatoes and gravy. <laughs> like what is life? That's amazing. Dude. Dream. <laughs> yeah, that does sound like a dream. That's like crazy. Like the, the school dreams that you had earlier sound more plausible than that. Dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that really sounds like a straight up like fever happen. dream. Yeah. Stranger than fiction, man. It really yeah. happened. Wow. Fiction. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, on that note, man, let's uh, let's wrap it up. Thanks for being on, sweet nobody. The record is coming you. out. Yeah. How exciting! Shows Yay. are coming out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wear the mask. Go to the show. Yeah. You're not singing, so just keep it on. Just put yeah. some like fruit stripe gum in the mask and you can lick it while you're totally. listening. To Find something music. to do. Put yeah. a ring pop and then put your mask on. <laughs> <laughs> you could turn it into a fun experience. Right. Well, cool. Hey, well, thanks so much for being on. Thank Absolutely. you, Ruben. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us. Hell yeah. Oh. Hot. Oh, it is hot. Nice. It's toasty. Oh.